This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Alrighty, welcome here to another edition of Reinvention Radio live on Clubhouse inside of Club Pod. Steve Olsher hanging out with all of the moms. Look at this. I am surrounded by women. <laughs> it's yes. like it's like a dream come true. My God, there's so many amazing women up here on stage with me, including the one and only Amy Porterfield, who just joined in. What is going on, Amy? So good to see you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here with all these amazing women. This is going to be a lot of fun. It is going to be a lot of fun. And we will be joined by the 2020 number one mom in podcasting, Jenna Kutcher, who will be coming in soon. Jasmine Starr will be joining us uh, in a bit, along with Dico Forense and others who were part of the top 20, top 50 moms uh, in podcasting for 2020, and then the top 50 moms in podcasting for 2021 as well. So we're going to have a lot of fun here. And uh, if this is your first time joining us in Club Pod, welcome. Really, really good to have you here. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast edition, that would be Reinvention Radio. Definitely join us in Club Pod as we go live almost all the time uh, in Club Pod, nearly every hour on the hour. And of course, if you're here in Club Pod, make sure you check out Reinvention Radio as well. So here's what I want to do. I don't want to make this about me at all. Um, I really want to make sure that all of you have the opportunity to take the stage, to share, etc. Uh, and I really just want to honor all of those. And please mute yourself when you come up on stage here, because again, I want to try to get to as many of the moms featured as possible. Uh, but do me a favor. Um, let's let's do this. Let's just go ahead here and and keep it as a as an open forum. I know we tried. Uh, it's a little bit tricky here on on Clubhouse, but I want to make sure that all of you who were featured have the opportunity to meet one another as well, because. So many relationships have been formed here on Clubhouse and so, so many have been formed here in Club Pod uh, that we just want to make sure we keep that momentum rolling. So I definitely want to give each of you the opportunity to meet one another as well as best as we can. So let me start with Amy, Amy Porterfield, uh, a woman who probably needs no introduction, I would think, for most of you. But Amy, how about a quick hello? And one of the things uh, that might surprise people about what it takes for you to create that podcast on a consistent basis. Ooh, okay. So hello, everybody. I'm Amy Porterfield. I help entrepreneurs uh, create digital courses based on their knowledge and know-how. And I've been podcasting since, I think, oh, 2013. And one of the things that might surprise you is that... I batch my podcast, but I typically can only do about six at a time. More than six, I feel overwhelmed and drained because I know Jenna Kutcher is going to jump in here and she does a whole lot more batching than I do. I batch, but not more than six at a time. So it's not that impressive. So anyway, <laughs> that's how we do our podcast. No, that's awesome. And so you were... You were you were pretty surprised by the designation and happily and pleasantly surprised by the uh, designation when we selected you as yes. the number one mom in podcasting. Can you share why that was a, a, emotional yes. for you? So Steve and I were on a call and he was interviewing me for the article and article for the pot, for the magazine. And I love the magazine. I was super honored and we were talking about all the things. And then at the end, he says to me, so I just wanted to let you know 
that we have chosen you as the mom to be on the cover for the podcast magazine. And I started crying and I was embarrassed. You didn't know, we've gotten to know each other more and more over the last few months, but we didn't know each other. And here I am crying. And the reason it hit me so emotionally is that I am a stepmom. I've never had a child of my own. My husband, Hobie, um, had a child. He was four years old when I married him. And I see my son, Cade, as my own and have a great relationship with his mother as well. We're very lucky, but being a stepmom is hard sometimes. And you sometimes don't get the credit that you deserve. At least I don't think I do because I'm very much involved. So it's been hard over the years. There's been Mother's Days that I've cried and ways I've wanted to get involved that I didn't want to overstep and all this stuff. So to be recognized as a mom in podcasting when I'm a stepmom, I thought it said a lot about Steve and his team to, to take that step. So it meant the world to me, and I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for that, and I appreciate you saying it. And so let me do this. I, I want to give you guys, because I know some of you haven't actually had an opportunity to meet Amy Porterfield, uh, and, and so this is, may even be the first time that you've ever shared a stage uh, with Amy uh, anywhere virtually or, or in person. So I want to make sure as we swing it around here that if you have a question for Amy, fire away. And then as we bring on Jenna and Jasmine and the others here as well, uh, feel free to ask any of the other recognized moms here on stage, any question that you have for them. Let me start with Meg. So Meg, uh, great having you here. Uh, Meg is part of our Club Pod squad and was also recognized as one of the top moms in podcasting. Uh, which issue were you recognized in? What was the ranking? Uh, what's your show about? And did you have a question for Amy? Hey, thanks, Steve. I feel so honored to be here. I I was in the magazine last year, I think at like 42 and this year, I, I came in at 20, which was so exciting. Uh, my podcast is Letters from Home, uh, where we share everyday extraordinary stories of faith. I have eight kids and five grandkids, and uh, I love what Amy shared. Uh, there's so much that goes into podcasting, and I would definitely say it takes a village to raise a podcast. Steve, you've been part of that for me and the whole Club Pod team as well as so many podcasting friends of podcasting community is so generous. I love being part of it. I love being a mom. And one of the great joys for me is I've had all eight kids and all my grandkids in some way or another on an episode, creating the music, network, all that. So thanks so much. And Amy, I just wonder, has your kid l listened to your podcast and what do they think about how has your family supported your show? Oh, such a great question. And eight kids. That is impressive. Impressive. Um, and I agree. It takes a village to raise a podcast. I've never heard it say like said like that. And I 100% agree. So my son, Cade, I, he has never listened to an episode, although it was really sweet. I didn't tell him about being honored in the magazine and he saw it on Instagram. He's away at college now. And he left just the most loving, sweet note ever. And it just melted me. I literally screen grabbed that to save forever. So he was really proud of me. And I just love that. But my husband, he's funny. He's blue collar to the bone, knows nothing about internet marketing and or like what I do. But he likes to tell people I have a podcast. And I think that's fun where he's very proud of what I've been able to do with the podcast. But the topic of internet marketing 
his his least interested topic that you could think of for that man. Like he was a he's a retired firefighter, so getting online is not his thing. Anyway, so but I feel like they're very proud of me. Great question, and thank you. I love That's that awesome. great question. Yeah. All right, let's keep circling it around here. We'll go to Melissa, Melissa Bright. Ah, great having you here as well, my friend. So you were featured uh, in which issue, what what rank, what's your show about? And uh, did you have a question for Amy? Yeah, thank you, Steve. So I was issued this year in 2021, and I came in at number seven. Um, And I have the podcast called The Bright Side of Life, where I interview people that have been through struggles, pain, and grief, and how they ultimately found their path back to the bright side. Um, And Amy, it is so very nice to meet you. I love exactly what you said about having stepchildren. Um, My boyfriend has basically raised my daughter for the last six years through high school And he has done such a wonderful job um, with her dad not being in her life. And if it wasn't for him, oh, I'm just so very grateful. So I commend you for doing that and stepping up to the plate. Um, And I think my question for you that I would like to ask is, you know, obviously you're, you're huge now, but you had to start somewhere. So what was like, what was it like starting out and what made you just keep going and, and pushing through to get where you are now? Oh, such a great question. And Melissa, that just warms my heart to hear about your boyfriend. Uh, so special. Your your child will never forget that. So thanks for sharing that. Uh, when I was first starting out, it was so tough. I left corporate, started to do social media for small businesses, created my first digital course, and it was a big fat failure. And I looked at my husband and said, this is never going to work. I'm going to have to go grovel back for my job. Like for two years, I was scared. I'd have to go. I worked, um, for those of you who don't know me, I worked for Tony Robbins and I thought I'm going to have to go back and ask Tony Robbins to take me back. Like that's embarrassing. And so, uh, it was really, really, really tough, but here's the thing. I left my job because I wanted more freedom. I wanted to bust through the glass ceiling. I didn't want anyone to tell me what to do, when to do it, or how to do it. I wanted lifestyle freedom more than I cared about my comfort or feeling awkward or scared online. So I took the awkward, I took the scared, I took all the fears I had, and I let myself feel all those because I knew that I wanted the freedom more than anything. These days, I care more about my students than my freedom. But back in the day, I was a little bit more selfish that I just wanted something different. And that why was very powerful. And that's why I took the leap. So it's transitioned over time, but that's what kept me in the game. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amy. That's beautiful. And and that's definitely motivation. So thank you. Love that. You're so welcome. All right, let's keep swinging it around here. So we got Juliet, Juliet Han. How are you doing, Juliet? Name of the show and, uh, and and obviously part of all the fun stuff that we're doing here. So just quick intro and then uh, if you got a question for Amy. Yes, thank you so much. And I hope my Wi-Fi is good. I'm sitting watching soccer. Soccer practice. So perfect. it keeps going in and out. You're good. So I was, thank you. So I was number 12 in this year's and such an honor. Um, so excited. Melissa and I, it's fun because I met her through being a Club Pod leader and we run rooms under Club Pod together. And so it was an honor to be in there with her and Amy and Meg. Um, so I, my podcast is called Your Next Stop with Juliet Hahn and I interview 
uh, women that have followed a passion and turned it into a career. So Amy, I actually am very familiar with you because I started an online course and have um, done some of your stuff. So I love everything that you teach. I know your story and um, you're just such a real person and you bring such passion to what you do. So thank you. Thank you. And my question for you is, um, because I am a dog mom as well, I have three kids and um, two dogs. And so I say I'm, I'm a mom of five. So how is Scout and what is your favorite thing to do with Scout? <laughs> this is probably my favorite question. So I'm obsessed with my dog. I think I gave birth to him. And uh, my husband looks at me with side eyes sometimes. But my most Oh, oh, there we go. We just moved from California to Nashville and I've been here about six months. And my favorite thing is to just take Scout for walks. Like I could do that morning, noon and night. And uh, it's very different than California and everything's different. It feels different. The energy is different. And it's been really fun kind of exploring and seeing him become a little bit more of a Southern dog. And so that's been really fun. But I love that question. Well, I know because I'm a dog obsessed too, and I always say I could have birthed you, and I love—I mean, I love them <laughs> to the core. So I, and my kids know. I mean, I love my kids too, but they always laugh. They're like, "Oh my gosh, mom and her dogs." So you thank get you. Me. Yes, I totally get you, and thank you so much for what you're doing. And Steve, thanks for hosting this amazing room. This is Juliet, and I'm done speaking. Yeah, absolutely. And if uh, and if the club pod leaders want to show some love to the club and uh, switch over the profiles as we do the PTRs, that would be awesome. Always love seeing that when you guys are able to uh, to do that. So thank you for that. Angel, let me kick it over to you, another one of our Club Pod leaders. Awesome podcast. And fire away with the name of the show and then a question for Amy. Thank you so much, Steve, for uh, hosting the room, but also for being wise enough to look for top moms and top dads in podcasting. I'm on the podcast magazine team, as well as having my own podcast. I'm the arts category director for the podcast magazine team. And my podcast is called the Wickedly Smart Women podcast. And we just won our second award, which is pretty exciting. And uh, Amy, congratulations on uh, becoming the top mom in podcasting. So awesome. It's moms unite. We need to unite around the world and support and uplift one another. And so it's an honor to be here on the stage with you. My question for you, Amy, is as you began to grow in your business and with your podcast, what was the most challenging part of onboarding team members to support you? And what was the most exciting part of onboarding team members to support you? Ooh, such a great question. Because if I look back, I've had many different people manage my podcast and many failures along the way, meaning we'd put somebody in place to manage the whole process. And we have a very elaborate project plan for every single episode. And so we would get somebody in there and they just weren't the right fit. And I kept thinking, what is going on here? Why can't we kind of crack the code until we realized that it was more than just one person. And I think that was like our biggest lesson today. We have, we separated it. So our marketing team manages all the marketing of the podcast. Our content team manages the outlines and the scripts of the podcast. And, um, we, they collaborate very closely, but we broke it up. And that was probably the biggest, uh, aha that I had and it's run smoother than it's ever happened 
have before. But we um, are always looking, we actually hired someone not, uh, he's no longer with us, but he, when he was with us, he came from podcasting and he had a really good sense of what makes a podcast great. And that was our only time that we had someone on our team that had some podcasting experience and he added a lot of value. So we've had so many different mixes of people, but once we separated it, it started to run more smoothly. That's a great question. Thank you for that question. Let's, uh, let's do this. I, I, um, God, there's so many amazing people here in the audience. I'm going to try to bring up as many as, as I can. So many amazing women on stage right now. Uh, thankfully, my wife is not in this room. I don't know how I would be able to explain all of this away, but uh, no, I'm just playing. It's just so cool to have <laughs> all of you here. Let me let me do this. I um, I want to kick it over to April, and I want to swing back to a couple of friends that I, that I brought up as well. Uh, so April, uh, you were featured uh, in in which issue? What number are you in? And, and, and let me just also say this real quick. If you're in the audience and you were featured either in the 2020 uh, issue uh, as one of the top 50 moms in podcasting that was recognized by Podcast Magazine or the new issue that just dropped. Just raise your hand. Uh, I'm doing my best to try to bring folks up, but I'm not Te always going to see everybody uh, in the audience. So just raise your hand and I'll bring you up. Sorry about that, April. Please introduce yourself, name of your show, and then uh, either a question for Amy or just uh, in general, since you have so much talent here on the stage. Thank you so much, Steve. You guys, I feel so giddy to be up here on this stage with you guys. I I am so thrilled to be honored. And it's just such a silly thing. I mean, maybe it's not silly. It feels so good. I mean, I've just been podcasting for about four and a half years. And the name of my show is the Sweet Life Entrepreneur Podcast. And I didn't know I was honored. Actually, somebody sent me an email saying congratulations. So I am number 45. And I was like, Amy, I was just so surprised and just very, very thrilled to be honored. And so funny story. Okay, Amy, I started this show. This is going to go way back in. Amy, you've been a guest on my show like four years ago. You are the reason why I started this show. But I was at one of your events in San Diego, probably 2014 or 15. And it was this smaller event. And you were up there and you were just so inspirational. And John Lee Dumas was there. And I was thinking about starting a podcast and I'd been thinking about it forever. And I snuck backstage. Okay. I'm admitting this now. You don't know this until now. I snuck past Travinia Barber, who was your girl. And I snuck (laughs) backstage and I asked John a question about podcasting. And he's like, yes, go podcast. And then I left that event and I have copied literally all of your systems and everything that you have done. And so all of your genius, all of your trouble that you have gone through and, you know, like a download for every single episode, that's how we have been doing it for four and a half years. And the only way that I could have done that is by pretty much not reinventing the wheel and trying to duplicate every single thing that you have done. Um, so I'm just so happy to be here and really truthfully just surrounded by all you amazing women. And Steve, thank you so much for this. It's just such an awesome opportunity. So I'm going to pass the mic, but this is just such a hoot for me. So I just want to say thank you. And hi, everybody. Uh, Real quick, I just have to say, April, I remember being on your show. And that is the funniest story because John Lee Dumas also offered me some tips that got me going. So we have that in common, but I just love that we're up here together. So fun. 
Thanks. I love you. Adorable. Awesome. Good having you here. Uh, If you guys are joining us for the first time in Club Pod, welcome. Good to have you here in Club Pod. Just put your little thumb on that greenhouse at the top and uh, and do join the fun. We got rooms going almost every hour on the hour. I used to do a whole bunch of rooms with this incredible woman, Lindsay Padilla. Where have you been? Like, I haven't, how have we not been on a stage together in like three months? What is going on with us? (laughs) Well, you just have to hang out with Amy more and then I'll come. I'm just I guess so. (laughs) Jeez. What is up, Lindsay? I I, like a bunch of people had to kind of cut down my clubhouse time just a tiny bit. So I've been very (laughs) intentional. And what I've loved about the updates about uh, with clubhouse is the way the events show up in profiles and the way we can actually get notified and they end up on the right. Like, so we know the events we want to attend. And that was key for me to come back because I was spending too much time on here. (laughs) Yeah, no, I hear you. So you're really involved in the audio space. And uh, obviously when Amy shows up, you show up. So now I know what the magic formula is here for you. Let me, (laughs) let, let me give you the opportunity though and uh, and by the way if you guys are raising your hands uh, don't take it personally i'm only bringing up folks right now who were featured either in the 2020 uh, issue as one of the top 50 moms in podcasting or uh in the 2021 issue the podcast magazine uh just released by the way if you haven't seen the 2021 issue that that is actually still out right now and you can grab it uh just go to clubpod.club uh it's kind of a private backdoor link we use here in club uh, in club pod on clubhouse uh, which will give you a free lifetime subscription to the magazine. So you can actually still see uh, the May magazine, the May issue right there with all the top 50 moms, Amy's smiling, beautiful face on the cover. Uh, it's I think it's actually our most festive cover yet. Amy, do, don't you love that cover? Didn't it turn out like really nice, isn't it? I think it's our most festive cover yet. It was yes? so bright and fun. Right? I actually sent a message to one of your team members who said she worked on it. I'm like, great job. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. So if you were featured in the 2020 issue, uh, or the 2021 issue, raise your hand. Those are the uh, the people I'm going to bring up right now, uh, along with a couple of people that I um, are in the audio space and, and so on. Just so, so, Lindsay, I want to make sure you have the opportunity here because, again, our time together is limited here on Clubhouse nowadays. So any, any questions for any of the wonderful women here up on stage uh, or Amy or any thoughts around podcasting uh, as a whole, as I know you're, you're really entrenched in the space. I, I just want to say kudos to Amy and... Uh, just Club Pod and the magazine in general, because I love that you highlighted her. She is such an inspiration to so many uh, women in this space. And so when I saw that, I was like, yes, that is the perfect <laughs> choice for the cover. So congratulations to all the women. Um, and I I love what you're doing by, by highlighting them just in general. So um, I'm not personally highlighted. I am not a mother, um, but aspiring. So maybe one day. <laughs> Well, you keep us posted, my friend. I will keep Not in posted. real time, that'll please. Be, that'll be a party we will have on. on yeah, no, not that kind of party. Like later party, right? Yeah, yes, not that kind of party. We try to keep it, we try yes, to keep it civil here everybody. in Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's kick it over to Michelle. Michelle Watson, uh, I know you were featured. Awesome to have you here. Let me give you an opportunity to share uh, the name of your show, which issue you were featured in. Uh, and then if you have a question for Amy or the esteemed panel of mom podcasters hanging out here, feel free to fire away. So Michelle, what's going on? Hey, yeah, it is awesome to be among all of these inspiring moms. And in typical mom fashion, I'm on the floor in the kitchen watercoloring with my daughter right now. Uh, So we'll see if she she makes an appearance. But uh, yeah, I co-host actually, which I think is really awesome because I was laughing. My husband's face made it in the in the list of top 50 because we're on the cover together, but we host the pantry podcast. It's faith-based and we serve up spiritual nutrition 
for the people that are listening. And uh, it's just been really amazing. I did not expect to be at number 10 by any means. I thought I would be uh, super blessed to be like number 50 or number 49. Um, so I have no idea how I got there, but I'm incredibly thankful. And I have a question. Um, I wanna know what is one of your non-negotiables as far as like, you know, everyone else is handling all of it, but what's that thing that you just love doing that you didn't have to do, you don't have to do, but that's the thing you're holding on to still. Oh, this is good. Is this for me, Amy? Yeah. Okay. Non-negotiables, one of the things with my podcast that I Lost you there I for a second. There we go. Yep, holding you're back. Holding on to. Yes. Uh, oh, I'm there. Good. So we, I have a team that helps me with my outlines, and sometimes we do scripts even when there's a lot of detail because I like to do a lot of how to how how step by step. I mean episodes, and I am still involved in all the topic meetings. So we do meetings um, to do our batches, and I am in all the topic meetings still because I feel like I don't want to lose the pulse of my audience. I know what they want, I know what they need, and the minute I give that up, I'm going to feel detached. So there's a lot of meetings in my business that happen without me, but that is not one of them. Great question. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, let us go over to the next Michelle. Michelle Dirks, good to have you here. Name of the show, uh, what issue you were in, what number you were in, and uh, if you have a question for Amy or anybody else here on the stage with you, please fire away. You got to unmute yourself though. You're, yeah, you're still muted. There you go. Well, thank you. I am so honored uh, to be here and I was featured in both issues and I'm going to claim mom brain. <laughs> I don't really remember the, the numbers. I think the first one was maybe like 19 and the second one was somewhere in the 30s. I'm in the midst of uh, writing a book right now. So that's kind of where most of my brain space is at. But I'm very honored to be here. I've loved listening to Amy over the years and I guess uh, a quick question that I would have is um, using a podcast as I get ready to finish up my book and start marketing it. Do you have any um, suggestions on how I might use the podcast for that? Oh, I love this question. Okay, so I am writing a book right now as well. I literally just sent my book proposal to our agent. And so I'm with you, girl, right there with you. And in the book proposal, I had to put together my marketing strategy. And Gabby Bernstein, who um, has been a friend of mine for a very long time, she coached me on it. And she told me, you've got to use your podcast in so many different ways. So she said, talk about how you're going to use your podcast to literally run ads, your own ads about your book, or maybe the bonuses that come with buying your book um, in your podcast. And also um, use your book or use your podcast to seed the book throughout the entire pre-launch or even before that. And then maybe even use your, your podcast to read a chapter, which I thought was really cool. And so uh, I feel like there are so many different ways that we plan to use our podcast to promote the book, especially in pre-launch. So I'm glad you're thinking to do so as well. I think it's a great tool for us. Yeah, that's really, really, really smart. Hopefully that's helpful for you. And uh, and let's just keep swinging it around here so we can get to as many moms featured as possible. Julie, Julie Holmquest, how are you? Hope all is well. Uh, go hey, ahead and unmute yeah. yourself. What is going on? 
I'm good, Steve. Thank you. I'm honored to be here amongst everybody. I listened to a couple, two or three podcasts that I see on here, and I'm going to check everyone else out. Um, I was featured in 2021, and I was number 38, which kind of floored me. I only have 25 episodes or something, but um, I have a special needs child, and he's you know, with COVID, he's been home all day, every day, and it's been a challenge for me to get episodes out, but um, I guess it's resonating with people, so that really touched me. Um, with Amy, I want to ask you, um, do you struggle with, okay, so like you have your business, do you struggle with turning your brain off, like being able to engage fully in other areas or are you always thinking about your business and, and coming up with new ideas and so on? Oh, Julie, I think about my business 24 <laughs> seven um, to the demise of my poor sweet husband. And so uh, I need to be totally honest with that. It's always on my mind. However, I don't think that's healthy. I do believe we need to step away. And so recently over the last year, I've made it my mission to get out of the hustle mentality and not just mm. me, but my team of 20 people on my team as well. And we recently moved, I did a podcast episode about this. It, it went out today. We recently moved to a four day work week and it's an experiment. It's a 90 day experiment, but I have every intention of making this work no matter what. And it's so scary, but I did it really selfishly first to say, I got to walk away. I think I'll be a better leader, a better entrepreneur if I can give myself some space in my mind. Mm. So yes, I, I do think about it all the time, but I'm really making an effort not to. Well, I think um, with my pauses in the podcast, God was just kind of showing me this is this is what it's like without trying to hustle, right? Yes, exactly. It's and a gift. It's a gift yeah, that that happened. It is. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, what a what a tough go. I mean, just kudos to you. And I mean, we just given everything you're going through, I mean, taking care of him and them get sick. I mean, my God, I can't even, can't even imagine what that's like, but I will say uh, that the more you share what is really going on, the, the more that your audience will resonate with you, the more they'll connect with you, the more they'll love you and the more they'll want to be a part of what you're doing. So share more of that because uh, when, when you think they want to hear less, they actually want to hear more. So just, yes. just really share as much of that as, as you're, comfortable and even what you're uncomfortable sharing because it's usually what you're most uncomfortable sharing that resonates the deepest and you'll find that there are so many folks that that literally are going through similar things that they've never had the opportunity to hear from anyone else who's going through the same things that they are and we mm -hmm. just we we just simply don't because we, we get caught up in our little vacuums here <laughs> of our own lives and it just to, to know that someone else is experiencing something similar, you're just not going to form any deeper connections. So I, I would encourage even when it's hard and even when you feel like, hey, I don't know if I should talk about that, that's probably exactly what you should be talking about. So <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of someone we should be talking about as often as we possibly can, we've got my friend Jasmine Starr hanging out with us. Hello, Jasmine Starr. 
Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Thank you so much. Yeah, it's awesome having you here. How, so how has your life changed since you were featured as one of the top moms in podcasting? Well, I got that <laughs> I got that amazing feature just a couple months into being a mom. So life looks entirely different. I now have a 15-month-old and she is the light of our life. She has like a bigger than life personality and she just makes everything a lot more purposeful. So I'm incredibly thankful to her. Yeah. And so for those, not that there are many, but for those who don't know yet, just a, a quick overview and what you're doing in the in the online world and the podcasting world and, and so on. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I love everything that you're up to. I just want to make sure that people have an opportunity to meet you. Thank you so much. So I am what you might call a reluctant podcaster. It had been something that I've always wanted to do probably for four or five years. And I just never had the cojones or the chutzpah to actually think that what I could do uh, would make a difference or I could say something different or see it through my own perspective, which is 100% a limiting belief. Spoken but like I'll... a true Puerto Rican right there, Jasmine. You know, the, the chutzpah so and the... Ah, <laughs> oh, cojones! Uh, yeah. There we go. There's my girl. <laughs> There's she. She is. Of course, of course, of course. You know, it's just a crazy thing because I now believe that we often have to teach or we have to talk about the things that we first had to grapple with. So anybody who's listening and is kind of in a space of wondering whether or not they should be podcasting or if it's for them, um, here to say that like there are people who are doing more with less. And I had to learn that lesson myself. So I am CEO and founder of Social Curator a monthly platform that provides business owners resources, education, and tutorials on how to market their business and brand it online. I am also a content creator and a podcast host and a mom and a wife and a daughter. That is who I am. I love that. So have you ever had Amy on your show? And Amy, have you ever had Jasmine on yours? Uh, Amy is like basically a recurring guest. Okay. And I try to weasel, <laughs> I try to weasel my way onto her podcast all the time. I'm like, so Amy, um, can I pitch you this idea? <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine was one of my most popular episodes. So yes, yes. And I got to interview Jasmine and her sweet, sweet husband. If I didn't have Hobie, I would still JD away from Jasmine. Uh, I got to inter uh, interview them on on jasmine's podcast that was so fun you remember that jazz it was i can't i will never forget it. it was episode two and you know like talk about being the reluctant podcaster i was like so basically my friend is the oprah of podcasting and i'm like hey friend do you want to come show me the ropes why don't you interview me talk about <laughs> talk about the nerve talk about like i walk in a room i was like hey you i know you're busy but come ask me some questions <laughs> it was I'm good it was fun that's awesome and so just let me let me ask you this because as you came into to podcasts and jazz, I mean, there was this was like you said, kind of the reluctant thing for you for you to do, but you did it, and obviously you you you've made an incredible splash with your show. What what are a couple of the things that you did, and maybe you learned a couple of these things from Amy and and, and others, but what are a couple of the things that you did coming out of the gate? to really gain traction? Because there's a lot of folks who who feel like it's just kind of, you know, if you build it, they will come. But that that doesn't happen for most. So what, what are some of the things that you did out of the gate to really gain some, some traction that could be helpful here for others? Well, I'm a huge fan of practicality and taking action. So I'm just going to say the things that I did. And if it sounds like you're drinking, or it feels like you're drinking from a fire hydrant, prepare your hearts. So the outline of the, the conversation for me was how do I empower the podcast to be beyond me? Because 
there are so many people who want to talk about a message and explain a message. And when somebody is there as a vehicle or a mechanism or conduit, it then empowers them to share the message less the person. So what we decided to do was really create resources that empower people to find a way to talk about it on social media. One of the biggest pressure points that business owners and non-business owners alike feel on social media is they don't really know what to say and they don't know how to say it, even though they have the desire to. That's actually why my husband and I created Social Curator. This is what we help business owners do. But when it came to the podcast, there were people, business owners and non-business owners who were like, we want to share the podcast. We just don't know how. So we created a press pack for anybody who is interested in sharing. So we gave them three different story sets that uh, empowered them to use these templates and upload them to stories and say, hey, Jasmine just launched a podcast. These are the three reasons why I like it. And they were fully customizable for them in Canva. We also provided three different types of photos that they could be using squares, both on Instagram and on Facebook. And anybody who wanted to like, say, share a header within their Facebook group or things of that nature, we gave them a tutorial on how they would be able to use lifestyle stock images that we provided for them to customize for their audience. We also created a copy, three different sections of the copy that people would be able to create and customize for a caption in case they didn't really know how to promote the podcast in and of itself. And then we had a contest leading up to the launch of the podcast. We gave um, prizes. Uh, we wanted to get people to leave a review. We wanted people to subscribe. So we basically made it a week-long event for people to uh, really take things off. And I think overall, it was such a grassroots effort that really empowered us to hit the ground running. Um, wow. Okay. Thank you for that. And the good news is, um, for those of you who didn't catch all of that, we're recording this right now and you can play that at half speed and then we'll all be able to catch Dude, up with you. I Jess. don't talk fast. You listen slow. Come, come now. And I'm glad anybody, anybody who I'm so happy this is being recorded. So now you can hear it in half the time. Thank you, Steve. Oh man. It's awesome having you here. All right. Let me, let me do this. And for those of you raising your hands, um, uh, and for the moderator, for those who have made a moderator, let me just handle the, the hand raising at this point. Uh, I'll bring people up, but let me, let me just say this, which is if you were featured in the 2020 issue uh, as one of the top 50 moms in podcasting, or if you were featured in the current issue, the 2021 issue, uh, as one of the top 50 moms, make sure you do raise your hand because I'm trying to get to everybody in the audience, but I know I'm probably missing uh, a couple of you, and I apologize if that is the case. Let me uh, let me give Carolyn Cohen the opportunity to say hello. So Carolyn, introduce yourself, name of your show, and uh, while, we both, uh, while we've got both Jazz and Amy here, uh, if you've got a question for one of these two ladies, feel free to fire away or for anybody here on the panel as well. Please, Carolyn. Thanks so much. And if you haven't checked out uh, Jasmine's Instagram, I think it was today, but there's actually um, a reel of her using her teleprompter and she challenges us to keep up. And I can tell you, I can't keep up. <laughs> um, so I am Carolyn Cohen. I'm the host of Wellness While Walking, and I was in the top uh, moms for this year, number 11. I also had a feature. Thank you so much, Jen, for telling my story. And I also was a Hot 50 podcast, and my husband has combined them and calls us like all hot moms. So, you know, I'll take it. Um, so I actually interact with Jasmine quite a bit because she's so um, available. I've never asked Amy a question, so I'd love to um, ask her. And I just want to let people know, like, both of these women have so much material out there for free. I have used uh, the archives of both of them to help me in my business so often. I just had a photo shoot. I listened to an old episode from Amy and it really 
helped me tremendously. So they are a wealth of information. And I think that has been a great model for me as I started my podcast, like being a mix, like Steve was saying, sharing information about ourselves um, and also providing so much value. So I want to thank them both. Uh, my question for Amy is because you do share so much, I'm just wondering, and we do as podcasters have the power to take it all back in editing. I just wonder how you gird yourself against like a vulnerability hangover and publish. I'm Carolyn. I'm done speaking. Uh, such a great question. So here's the, the thing about me. I typically am, am told people like to, people love to give me lots of suggestions all the time. And I'm usually told I don't share enough of my personal life. And so for me, I'm actually always needing to push myself to share more, share more about my life here in Nashville and about Hobie and Kate and Scout and my weaknesses and my fears and all of that. It doesn't come naturally to me to share all of that. Um, it's funny because Jasmine's here. I did an episode that was nine minutes about my struggle with my weight and not wanting to do video because I don't like how I look on video. And it was nine minutes because I had to write a script and read it. I couldn't even talk about it just off the cuff. I was so nervous. And Jasmine like made me put in stories I didn't want to tell because she's like, no, no, go deeper, go deeper. And so I need to be pushed to do that and it's not that I'm super secretive, it's that I come from a corporate mindset that I need to be professional and buttoned up and only I'm only here to serve and teach online marketing and digital courses where that's not necessarily the case. So anyway, I tend to not give enough and have to push myself to give more. <laughs> so I don't have that hangover. I sometimes probably need it. That's so great. You, I mean, I feel like I know you so, so well. Oh, I, would, if, I love <laughs> if I that. That makes me feel really good. Thank you. Good. Well, I would give you a big hug if I, if I ran into you. So thank you so much. <laughs> you better. You better do the urge. Awesome. Awesome, Carolyn. Well, we will get to Mary here in a second. Uh, and as I said earlier, I brought up a couple of other folks here. Just want to make sure that I give everybody the opportunity here to ask a, a question of either Amy or Jasmine or anybody else here. Uh, on the stage. And so, Katie, uh, you and I have shared a lot of stages together. You always ask great questions. I know you're really involved in the entrepreneurial space and, and so on. So uh, quick intro, Katie. And then if you have a question for Amy or Jazz or uh, anybody here on the panel as it relates to podcasting or audio in general, please. Awesome. Thank you so much, Steve. And uh, hi, Amy. Hi, Jasmine. It is awesome to, to be on stage with both of you. And I follow both of you on social media. Amy, you're the one uh, I've been wanting to start a podcast for a long time. I come from radio. So I was a broadcaster um, for, for sports back in the day. And uh, I've been wanting to start a podcast forever. And then COVID happened. And I was like, well, what better time than now? So I feel like a lot of people took that opportunity in, in March of 2020 to start their podcast. So it is very exciting to talk to both of you. I have a question. And, and either one of you can answer this because I think, uh, it, especially to Jasmine, I I do a lot of batching for my social media and I, I do the same for my podcast. I'm curious what both of you think as far as batching out your podcast, if you do it and how far out in advance you do batch your podcast because things can, things can change, launches can happen. Curious to what both of you do. I'm Katie, I'm done speaking. Okay, so I'm gonna pop in because the ever amazing Amy said, hey Jazz, why don't you start first? So this is me not overrunning the conversation. And if I begin to overrun the conversation, somebody please stop me. I can I can hear, I can, I can deal it to me straight. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I just muted you. See how I can do that, Jazz? Isn't that cool? As the moderator. Oh, you unmuted oh, yourself. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I just, that was like the equivalent of the gong show. Wow, Steve. Exactly. <laughs> it's all yours. Um, so, you know, I, everybody does it different. And I don't think that what I do is right. I just know that it's working for me now. I, the, podcast, we release two to three episodes per week. So we're producing quite a few at a time. So every Thursday I've dedicated to a podcast day. Every other Thursday I am doing interviews. And then on the subsequent off Tuesdays, I'm doing solo interviews. I'm (laughs) doing a solo episode. So we can pivot actually rather quickly because we're doing that. So we are still batching. Every Thursday, I'm doing a minimum of four episodes so that we can stay up with the content at that pace. But everybody does it different. But I've just dedicated a Thursday as being podcast dedication day. Jasmine, I want to jump in here real quick. I've never asked you this, but what was your reasoning for doing so many a week? That's really hard for me. I batch six at a time and we're months and months in advance and all my guests I've got lined up till the fall, but I could never do that many a week. Like, why did you do that? You know what, Amy, because I, I, I like to look at a system and then be like, let me see how I can break it. And I feel <laughs> I almost in a way, it's like, I wanted to do a podcast for so long that it's almost like an exorcism. Like, I'm like, I want to do all the things in all the ways and podcasting prior to clubhouse, but even now podcasting is the truest version of me. And yes. I think that with every visual iteration on social media, you, you defer, you defer to perhaps your favorite pair of jeans, maybe wearing fake eyelashes, getting a blowout. You defer to the things that make us feel socially safe, but audio strips that away. And I think that for so long, I've been building such a visual platform specifically as a photographer that audio provided for me the luxury to sit in front of a mic and just speak my truth. And I think that because of that, I have such an affinity for it. So I do I think that this will be it in perpetuity? Probably not. But as it is right now, it's just a process of like, do as much as I can, however I can. Cool. I'm so glad you shared that. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for the detail around that. Let me ask you, um, Jazz and Amy, uh, both a question here before we drop down to Mary here on the stage. And by the way, uh, please make sure you're following all the amazing women up here on stage and uh, and me. Uh, if you're not already, and of course, join us in Club Pod, just to put your little thumb on that greenhouse there if you're not a part of what we're doing uh, with the fun. But I wanted to actually tie it now back to Clubhouse. Amy first, and, and then Jazz, What what is your take on it in general? Both of you have built up a fairly decent following. I don't see you guys on here a million hours a day, so you are on here enough, but I'm just curious, how does it fit into your marketing mix? How are you guys thinking about social audio? Let me start with you, Amy, uh, and then Jazz. You know, I I love social audio. And when Clubhouse came out, I was so excited because I feel the same way Jasmine does about audio. And I do think it's my truest self coming through. Uh, but like Lindsay was saying earlier, Clubhouse was draining to me. Like it was sucking up so much of my time. And I literally wasn't getting the work done that I wanted to get done. So I had to step back. Um, but I was, I'm excited. And I think that I used it a lot during the pre-launch of Digital Course Academy. And we had great conversations and I had new guests that I never met before come on and talk about digital courses. So I loved that part of it. That was really fun. Yeah, Jasmine? 
So I, you know, Amy and I joke that I think that she is a gangster and she's a baller and I'm a heck of a lot like scrappier and consistent. So when Clubhouse came out, I definitely was in Clubhouse maybe three to four times a week hosting a 30 minute flash fire Q&A. And I know that the traditional format would be to go on a panel, to come in and out of a room and to stay as long as you can. And I just felt like I was losing myself and my voice as well as like my attention span. So the only thing I do on Clubhouse, like, or not the 99% of what I do on Clubhouse is I host a solo room. I'll set it up on a calendar and I'm like, it's 30 minutes, first come, first serve, flash fire Q&A. Q&A. And within 30 minutes, we hit around eight to 10 questions from business owners and we could just strategize. So it's like very, very, very concentrated. And that's what I do now twice a week. And then when really cool opportunities like this come up, Steve, I'll pop in for whatever I can around a specific topic with a specific group of people. But then I also know my timely parameters. Yeah, super smart. Are you generating leads and revenue off of uh, social? Social audio, that is? I wouldn't be doing it if I wasn't. So how do you, okay, my friend, how do you do it then? Talk to us. So, and, and Amy, how are you doing it? The long tail for me is what I exactly, the exact strategy that I deploy on social media, which is to ensure that we have resources for the frequently asked questions. So if somebody's listening right now and they want to be building out their newsletter list, something they own that's not on any social platform, Clubhouse included, it would be to make a list of the top 10 questions that you are often asked. Now, if you're just starting out and you're not, you don't have people asking you questions, I would make a list of the top 10 questions you wish people asked you. And then what I do is like, so for instance, like when Clubhouse first came out, people on Instagram were like, hey, how are you using Clubhouse? Jasminestar.com forward slash Clubhouse 101. Another frequently asked question is, Jasmine, I really want to learn how to build a personal brand. Jasminestar.com forward slash branding. Jasmine, I want to do Instagram marketing. Jasminestar.com forward slash IG marketing. So what I'm doing is I'm creating a top 10 list of resources that far supersede how I could personally respond in a direct message. So if somebody sends me a direct message on Twitter or on Instagram and says, hey, I want to know X, there's a really good chance I have a robust resource that I send a person a specific link to. So then I'd be like, Hey, Steve, thanks so much. This resource is going to give you everything you need. And it will even includes a worksheet. So all of my freebies include a worksheet. And so then that is how we create a personal connection on social, as well as put them into a newsletter list, fostering them, taking care of them, giving them what they need. Then we are able to retarget them later on social media by way of paid ads or our organic efforts. Yeah, no, that's really, really helpful to understand. And, and Jasmine Star slash Energy is where we go for the energy drink. Is that uh, is that still the case? <laughs> coming in twenty twenty two. Yeah, <laughs> is that coming soon? Uh, Amy, what about you? Are you are you monetizing uh, social audio on Clubhouse? So yes, we. It's all about leads for us in terms of you know the end game, and we did very clear, very uh, similar to what Jasmine did. But during my pre-launch of Digital Course Academy, I had a quiz and we always had the quiz be the call to action for many clubhouses that I hosted. And we would tell people to DM me the word clubhouse and I would send them the quiz. And I, after my clubhouse uh, sessions, I'd get into my Instagram DMs and it is for an hour straight, I would send personal messages to people. And I learned that from Jasmine. She's the scrappiest marketer I know. And I'd say, hey, Sally, thanks so much for being on my clubhouse tonight. Here's that quiz I promised you. Let me know what results you get. 
and I would do this over and over and over again. And it made a difference. Now, it's not sustainable, but I do special things when we are pre-launching and it was actually really, really cool. So yeah, we always have a call to action. If I'm gonna host a room, I'm gonna have a call to action. And and let's say you you did that for 10 people. Was it eight out of 10 or nine out of 10 that would say, is this really you, Amy? <laughs> okay, so that's so funny. That's why I started making the audio because when I would just send them a personal message, they think it was someone on my team. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, Sally, it's Amy here. And what? they'd say, I can't believe you sent me a message. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. Uh, all right, let me swing it around here to Dana. Dana and I have shared other stages as well. Want to make sure, Dana Bowling, you have an opportunity here to say hey to Jasmine, Amy Porterfield. And just so we can keep it uh, in order here, Mary, I will get to you, Mary Snyder, next. Uh, trying to keep an order of, uh, of things here. But um, let's go to Dana, and then we'll go to uh, Mary. But question for Jazz or uh, or Amy as it relates to their shows or, or podcasting, social audio, et cetera. The floor is yours. Thank you so much, Steve. It's actually Donna spelled Dana. Billy Get out of here. Billy. I've been killing it all this you, time. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. This whole time. This whole time. But you know what? On other stages, too, I've killed it. All right. Now I know. It's okay. We're friends. We're good. We're good now. It's I'll, I'll get over it at some point. Um. So, okay. Well, a couple of things. Number one, I have a podcast as well. I'm actually, it's my third podcast as I pivoted careers. I used to be a casting director and now I have a podcast for entrepreneurs. It's called Amp It Up ambitious, motivated, positive. That's what it stands for. So I am such a fan of all these women on the stage, Amy and Jasmine, you guys are goals, goals, goals beyond. And I have to say, Amy's not lying. Cause I will never forget when she sent me a voice message, like three years ago, she sent me a DM when I responded to her about something that she was posting about. And she sent me a voice message and I was floored beyond belief. So it really does make a difference. And I will tell you that voice message was why I purchased Digital Course Academy, when I first started my own business in 2017, you were the first business investment I made. So since then, of course, my business has grown and I really attribute so much of it to you, Amy. I have to say, like, you are incredible, incredible. I have um, a question for either of you about batching. This is the problem that I have with batching. And I don't know if this is just how I operate. I am not a content planner. I love waking up and deciding what I want to post that day. It makes my whole team insane, but that's how I like to do it. When I batch content, podcast content, which I do, I have a lot of interviews. I can't send them over to my podcast producer because I want to record an intro that is relevant to this week. And this is what gets me every single time. So do you guys, when you're batch creating content, are you recording the intro in the moment? Are you recording it four months ago? How does that work for you guys? Okay, question for you. This, oh, and thank you for such a sweet message. It makes me feel really good about sending those audios when you said that you really enjoyed yours. So thank you for that. Um, I have a question for you though. Do you mean that you wanna record your intro and talk about something that's going on in the world in that intro? Like, what's the timeliness? Why is that important to you? I just don't want it to feel like a canned podcast interview intro. I want it to feel like, hey, guys, this is what's happening right now. Um, you know, you saw my stories this week that I'm, I'm very big on, like, connecting with my audience. And I just want it to feel like it's live. So here's the thing. I don't, I've never had that desire, however, but you do. And I say you do you because if that's important to you and that feels right, 
you've got to enjoy the process of podcasting because it is a lot of work. So I don't think there's anything wrong. And I think it's actually brilliant that you do that. It's more real. It feels more timely. But in my head, I'm thinking, well, in a week, this podcast is actually old because the new one's coming. Uh-oh. But sure. We're leaving you there for a second. Okay, now you're back. Say it again, Amy, one more time. We just lost you there for a second. Yes. You do you. If, if that's the way you want to do it, you're going to enjoy the process more if you do it that way. Yeah. Helpful, Donna? I love it. It just makes the team, it just makes my team insane. But you know what? <laughs> what can you do? You can't, you can't please them all. Thank you so much, Amy and Jasmine. Congratulations on everything. You're doing amazing too. It's so cool to see you guys just like kick butt. Awesome. Thanks for being here. All right, Mary. Let's go to Mary Snyder. Mary, quick hello intro. And uh, I know you were featured and obviously you're part of the club pod team as well, which is awesome. We love you for it. Uh, yeah, fire away, please. Hey there. Thanks much, Steve. And I was not featured. I am a mom and a podcaster. Well, so go through that one. Out. Well, we're going to have to change that. How did that happen? I could have sworn. Know. Now we're going to, now, now we got our, our, our 22. So everybody's battling for number two and through 50 at this point. So now we know. Okay, got it. <laughs> So there you go. I'm number one. I'm on the cover next year. Um, Y'all all heard it here and this is recorded just so you know. First of all, I just wanted to come on and um, I, I love everybody on this panel, love being a part of Club Pod, but I had to give a quick shout out to Amy because I just did a hot seat with her in her DCA Academy just a few minutes ago. <laughs> so Hey, Mary. Mary with the cute accent. (laughs) Hey, Amy. And I do have some questions. And Jasmine, I'm doing the 30 days of Reels challenge with you and Social Curator. So that's killing me, but I'm going to do it. Um, I would love to hear. Now, Jasmine, I know you just started your podcast. So I'm going to ask you to answer this a little different. Amy, what would you have done differently? when you first started the podcast. And Jasmine, what would you have done differently when you first started your social curator business? That's my question. Good question. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, I know this question very clearly. I did not start with a weekly podcast. Now, remember, I was in 2013, so podcasting wasn't as popular. I didn't know what I know now, of course. And I did like one once a month when I felt like it. Oh, I should probably get a podcast out disaster. It was so hard to get traction with my podcast the first year. John Lee Dumas said to me, you have to do it weekly or more. He actually wanted me to do two to three a week like Jasmine does. And I didn't, but I got consistent. It made all the difference. I never, ever, ever miss a week now. I think the the one thing that I would do differently is I wish I would have trusted the I wish I would have trusted the dream. I wish I would have trusted the vision. And I think that I hedged my bets and I played it safe. And I think that is a direct result of growing up the daughter of an immigrant. I grew up very, very, very poor. I was homeschooled until I was 11. I didn't learn how to read. So my entire life was large in part reactive. And so I think going into adulthood, the thing that I wanted to do was hedge my bets to protect the thing that I had had as if any of us own anything 
we don't own our cars. We don't own what's in the bank account. Like anything can disappear. Our health can disappear. But in the time when I was thinking back to who I was at 2017, I was trying to hedge protection for the things that I had done. And so instead of stepping into what I believe I was called to do, which is to create a tech platform for business owners, I in turn said, well, I know what the safe thing is. And that is to kind of Frankenstein a membership site just to kind of see if this thing works. And so now when I look back at it, I don't think, I don't applaud myself for playing it safe. I all want to go back to the version of me in 2017 and grab me by the shoulders and shake me violently and say, why not dare to dream as if it's already done? Because now that we are fully on our own dedicated tech stack and our CTO is actually listening into this conversation now, I wish that I would have had been brave enough to have the conversations to say, I'm ready to build something even if I don't know how. And so that's the advice I would go back to myself is just like dream bigger and trust that it will work. Wow, really powerful. Ooh. Yeah. That was amazing. That yeah. was amazing. Thank you, ladies. Thank you both. Love that. All right, let's keep uh, let's keep it going around here. I know we don't have Amy and uh, Jazz for all that much longer, so I just want to make sure that we give everybody I've, an opportunity. You got to jump right now, Amy. I'm going to stay for five minutes. Five no, minutes. I've got five more minutes. All right. I got five more minutes. You got five, I, too. I'm here for five. I'm here right. for five, and then I'm hopping off. Thank you. I got you. it. Yep, so we'll, we'll popcorn style this around. Let's get to uh, Jody. Uh, what is going on? Jody, please fire away. Hi, Steve. Thank you guys so much. I hope you can hear me okay. I'm sitting in my car and 30 minutes late for my worship rehearsal, which I at my church's worship uh, I, and they're in their band. And um, But I'm so grateful that Jasmine and Amy can stay for five more minutes. I'll go quick. My name's Jody Howe. I'm the host of the Air That I Breathe podcast. It is a faith-based podcast where you speak to, where I speak to uh, God's love through the struggles of anxiety, mental storms, and just those challenges. And podcasting, I was, I was featured this um, this particular uh, year, 2021, I was somewhere in the 30s. I wish I was still in my 30s. But with that said, it's been an absolute blessing. And I can honestly say that there's five women right here, right now, that are my dear friends. I even have their cell phone numbers and I could stalk them if I need to. But that is what the podcasting world has in me. It has given me fellowship. It has given me uh, just friendships. It has given me tremendous wisdom and uh jasmine i follow you on insta you are you just are the most amazing real person i've ever seen it's a treasure to watch your reels and someday i'll do a challenge like mary but mary is a very good friend of mine but i'm just not ready for that my question to you ladies is this one of the things that i struggle with with my particular podcast is when is the right time where i can honestly look at my podcast and say it's time to outsource not the talent i'm the talent but my challenge is i do the producing the editing the content, everything. And it comes to down to, it holds me back from really putting out my message, my God-sparked message. When did you guys find that was the moment where you said, that's it, it's time to outsource? Oh, Thanks, Jody, and thank you. Jody, great question. Uh, yesterday was your time to outsource. Like now, my friend, I have never done my podcast all by myself. I've never edited one episode of my podcast. And I started when I didn't have as much success as I have today, as many resources, as much money. I had a five hour a week assistant and she edited my podcast. At least get a virtual assistant to start helping you. And I use a podcast company now to do all my editing and I have for years and years, but you need help for sure. So you can focus on your genius. I have just very similar to Amy. When I started the podcast, I didn't do anything. I just knew that I wanted to do the topics and I wanted to, it to be the, like 
my thesis and then everything else was hands off. But I also wanted to pe peel this back because people talk about not having resources. I'm a girl from the hood. You could take me out of the hood. You can't take the hood out of me. So it's like people were pitching themselves like, oh, I'll edit a, a podcast episode for $700. And I was like, you're crazy. That's highway robbery. And then all of a sudden, when I started focusing on what the going rates were, when somebody reached out to me and they say, we edit soup to nuts and we upload to the outlets for $135. That just made so much sense to me. There are so many people, specifically as podcasting grows, that there are they are producers who want to edit, who have a system, who want to do that thing, and that's their skill set. And it is highly valuable because when you think about all of the hours that you accumulate as you are actually producing and uploading and writing the show notes and getting the social graphics together, if you add all of those hours together and then you were to divide it out by however much your podcast producer or editor is charging you, you make more than that per hour and yet you're throttling your growth because you think you should do it all to save a dollar, but you're actually losing money in the long term. Yeah, really well said. All right, let's do this. Out of respect for Amy's time, Susie, I'm sorry about that. I know you probably had a question for for, for Amy and Ren and Allison and Thea. We'll, we'll, we'll keep the room open. I will do my best to try to bring in some some of the other top moms in podcasting here, but I just got to be out of respect of, of Amy's time for hanging out here with us for so long, uh, as well as Jazz. Uh, Amy, any last uh, thoughts here on what you might suggest that uh, the moms think about is in terms of balancing mom life and uh, podcasting and so on? Oh my goodness. I, I really just want to say that I am in good company. And although Jasmine and I answered so many of these questions, I know so many of you ladies have great insights in batching and editing and managing it all. So I'm glad that other people are going to get a chance to, to speak up here because I know we're not the only ones. So I love you all very, very much. I think we're all doing great things. We are so fortunate to be able to have podcasts that get out into this world. And so I'm just fortunate to be a part of it with all of you. So you guys have a wonderful day. And Steve, I'm forever grateful for you. So thank you for you featuring too. me. I will always, always be grateful. All right. Bye, guys. See you, Amy. Thanks for being here. All right, Jazz, uh, again, out of respect for your time, uh, are you able to stick around? I, I didn't hear you when that when you chimed in. I think you said something. What did you say about your schedule? Yeah, I have, I, I'm actually heading into another uh, an, a, another conversation right now. But yeah. Y'all, that is why Amy is the queen. She just <laughs> dropped the mic. I'm like, what am I going to say after that? Like, blah, blah. Thanks, guys. We're great. We're cool. Like, <laughs> y'all, y'all, Amy is the queen. I follow her lead. It is an honor and a privilege. And just like she had said, Steve, thank you so much. It has been such a blessing to meet you when I did. Thank you for all the things. And may we all continue to use our voices and speak for other people who are too afraid or unable to share their voice on the interwebs. Friends, it is an honor and a privilege. Thank you so much. I go, hope you guys have a beautiful day. All right, Jazz. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you. Really, that was really pretty soon. good too. Yeah, that was pretty that good was, too. <laughs> that was like, yeah. a, and then she left. That and then was she amazing, left. Mic actually. drop. But let me let me give you. Uh, I want to keep circling it around here. And again, if you're just joining us, welcome. Uh, as we are celebrating the top moms here in podcasting, those who were featured in Podcast Magazine's 2020 issue from uh, May of 2020, where we uh, identified the top 50 moms in podcasting, and again here in 2021 where we identified a second group of moms and all moms should be recognized. We only have room for 50, unfortunately. Otherwise, we'd recognize all of you uh, and hopefully we'll have that opportunity to recognize uh, Mary in the next one because uh, somehow you got left off of that. I don't know how that happened. We'll change that in the future. But uh, let me let me go to Suze. Uh, is it Suzy or, or it's spelled Suze, but is it Suzy? I just want to make sure I'm not butchering it. 
No, all good. So it's just short for Suzanne. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, welcome. Yeah, share the name of your show and uh, and yeah, fire away. There's a whole bunch of really qualified, talented people up here. So if you have any questions at all, we're we're happy to help you. Thanks, Steve. Great room. Hey, Meg. Always nice to see you. Uh, so my hey. one. Oh, so my hey there. My podcast is the Brand Builders Lab podcast. Uh, it's all brand marketing, business, and stories about business journeys. Uh, and I've had it for about three years. And my question for anybody would be: What was one key marketing strategy that kind of, you know, I guess was a tipping point for your podcast growth? Yeah, I'll, uh, let, let me take that one on. So it's really interesting. I've, I have been a student of that question specifically for the last couple of years. Um, and actually in our June issue of Podcast Magazine, we sat down with 21 podcasters, all of whom who uh, have reached that magical milestone of a, of getting to more than 1 million downloads. So we've got folks that have had uh, 200 million downloads, 50 million, like just all across the board. And, and we asked that very, very similar question. Uh, and so I, I will tell you that the answers actually are, are pretty disparate. I mean, they, they, run, uh, they run the gamut and, and, and the answers aren't always what you would think they would be. So um, let me just kind of give you a, a heads up on that to say... Grab the June issue uh, because we've got lots of interesting answers there. And, and and for us, I mean, I will say, and this is just sort of a hard and, and I mean, it's just, just a hard and fast answer that seems to work really well. I'm sure you've heard it a million times, but it goes without saying that just being a guest on other people's shows. I mean, really, old. that's the one that moves the needle the most, at least as far as we're concerned, because people who listen to podcasts listen to podcasts. But I was really surprised to see the answers from uh, so many who didn't say that that was their number one strategy for achieving 1 million downloads uh, or more. As a matter of fact, um, on the heels of that, we're, we're launching our 1 million downloads mastermind, uh, which is comprised of faculty, all of whom have achieved more than 1 million downloads uh, with their with their show. Um, so that if, if that is of interest to get more information about the 1 million downloads mastermind, just DM me uh, and we'll send you some details on that. It's uh, limited just to 100 people. But yeah, that... I was I was stunned and I was surprised to see that all the answers were so different depending on who we talked to. But for me, I will just simply share that that's been one of the best strategies that has worked really, 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 really well. Anybody else here on the panel want to share something that's worked for them insofar as downloads are concerned? Meg, sure. Hey, I think I think one thing, Steve and Suze, it's great to see you, Steve. She's been helping mod my podcast networking power hour. So Suze has um, one, one thing that's helped a lot of people and some of the some of the moms here on stage as well is the international market. You want to make sure you're signed up with the international platforms like the platforms in India, Ghana, Ghana and Gio Savan, like with the China platform, Jamalaya. Um, iVooks, the Latin America platform. So uh, it's one thing you just want to make sure you hit all of the platforms because where your podcast is signed up, you only get X amount. You can find another 20 platforms out there to increase your listens. I'm done speaking. That's a really good tip. And, and I did not even think about that. You're going to have to you have to put together a, a list for us that we can share in Club Pod. There, that's uh, that's a really good tip. I don't know if our shows are actually are any on any of those platforms now that you're mentioning it. That's that's a good one there. 
Thank you, Meg. Thanks, Steve. Like that one. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's honor another mom here, Ren Robbins, who was featured. You were featured. Which which issue were you featured in? Hey. Hey. I know you were. I, the name is so yeah, familiar. I was featured in 2000. Hey, yes. I'm sorry. You're good. Fire away. Oh, well, I was featured last year. That's what I thought. 20, okay. In, in 2020, I yeah. was featured as number three. And then this year, I was featured as number 17. So yeah. it was such a, I mean, like, so great. So fun. That's so awesome. Great. Tell us um, about the show. Okay. So I'm Ren Robbins. Um, I am a, I've been podcasting five years and I started it and it is called the friends of a feather. I am number one. (laughs) Hold on. Sorry. I was like, Oh, somebody. I am number one. Yes. No, Uh, you're good. Go. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, it's a faith based based podcast where I invite friends that I've met online or friends in real life that have a God story to share, to encourage women. And so, um, this is just such an honor to be on this list and with on the stage with you, Steve, and then with all these amazing moms and to have someone next to me to the right, Allison, she, I'm a podcast coach and she was one of my clients and she also is on the list this year. So that is such like a joy when you see somebody that, you know, a friend, and then also a client of yours on that, that list, it was huge. But, um, but yeah, I have a question. So since summertime has come and we're all moms here. Okay. And Mary and Mary, you are welcome. Yes, we are. You're mom. You're mom. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. You're a dad. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, we're, we're, for the top moms in podcasting. So here's my question. It's summertime. Our kids are out of school. Some of your kids have been there, you know, doing all the, the, the uh, crisis schooling at home. But what do we do when we have a thriving business and then we have kids at home? How do y'all balance that? Who is doing this well? I, I need tips. <laughs> I need to know how to do it well. Um, I can jump in. I don't know that I'm doing it well, but I feel like I have a good system. Is it okay, Steve, that I jump in? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So one thing that I do is I really make certain days that I can focus completely on my business and then certain days where I can completely focus on my kids. Now, there's going to be times where I have to answer an email or do something with a client, but I make sure I have that pretty much big blocked off. And one thing that I did to set myself up for not having to record as much, because I record uh, four days three days a week, but four times. So I have a lot of inventory. So that's another thing that I set myself up to do because I knew that when the kids were going to be home, I didn't want to have to be like, Hey guys, sorry, I'm recording all day. You know, I wanted to take that time for them. Um, and so I am dedicating like one day a week to the, to recording podcast still. I'm, and I'm having someone help me. I have a VA that will be able to help me with my social media. So I don't feel stressed about that. We'll put a good system in, in progress. But I think the biggest and most important thing is just to like be organized and schedule it, even though it's, you know, I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm like the super most organized person, but I have a system where it's, this is for this, this is for that. And that has been really working for me. So I hope that helps. This is Juliet and I'm done speaking. Yes. Thank you so much. That's great. I want to be present in my business and serve my clients, but I also want to be present with my kiddo. So that helps. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's super helpful. Thank you for that. All right, let's go over to your former client or current client, Allison, who was also featured. Allison, what is going on? And then uh, Alexis, uh, we'll, we'll, and, and if you're in the audience, by the way, and you were featured, please make sure you raise your hand because we want to recognize you and honor you, uh, whether or not it was the 2020 issue as one of the top 50 moms in podcasting or the 2021 uh, issue. So if I missed you, just raise your hand and, and we'll bring you up. Let's go to Allison and then, uh, and then Alexis. 
Hey, thank you so much. So I'm just, I'm an Android user. So the fact that I get to be on Clubhouse is just, I'm giddy with excitement that I get to do this. <laughs> um, and Ren, yes, she she's an amazing podcast coach. I, I can't believe I made the list. I only have 20 some odd episodes. And so for me to be number 41 um, is just, I was blown away and excited. My podcast is Grace Over Perfection with Allison Simmons. And I basically share what a hot mess I am as a wife and mom and how God works that out and what he does with it. Um, so it's been really cool. My question for any podcaster is, how do you know what you need to continue to offer as free content? And how do you know what you need to save and pull aside to be a product that you promote? Um, I have not been doing this very long at all. And I feel like I give so much and Ren has has very lovingly chided me for this. I give so much for free. And she keeps saying, why do you give so much valuable for free? You, you got to hold a little bit back, but I'm afraid ready? I'm going to hold ready? back. All right, here you go. Right, here you go. You ready? Uh, oh, ready? somebody's out going. Maybe just go ahead and mute. Um, so here, here are the keys to the kingdom, and which is appropriate for you because of what you do and what you talk about. So here are the keys to the kingdom, um, which are, and this took me a long time to, to, to really figure out and, and I encourage all of you to lean into your headphones right now and pay close attention. Um, what you want to do, and, and the delineation is, you you give away and you tell people everything about the what to do, and you sell the how to do it. And it's just as simple as that. Tell them everything they need to know about what to do. You need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. Bam, and you'll have a great business that does a million different things, this, that, and the other, whatever the answer is. And if you want to understand how to do it and do a deep dive into it, that's how you do it. The other side of it is, let's say it's the one thing that you listed out that they need to do. And there are six pieces of that puzzle. The other option is you list out the six pieces. You set it all up. You say, here are the six pieces. I'm going to give you a deep dive and a taste here on one of these pieces. And the full story, the rest of the story on that one piece and the rest of the story, because you didn't touch upon it at all on the other five pieces, is what people pay you for. Those are your two options. You stick with that, you'll be golden. You can unmute now. <laughs> helpful? Yes, thank you. Sorry, yes, very, I was writing it down. That was very helpful, thank you. You are very welcome. And, and with all seriousness, if you implement that, it will, it will change the trajectory of what you're doing. It will have a massive impact on your business. All right, let me, uh, let me do this, which is to kick it over to Alexis. And it looks like actually we were rejoined here. I think you were on earlier. Uh, well, no, now you're gone again. But Jen, Jen, I can horse, I see you as well there. So Alexis, let me kick it over to you. And uh, how about a quick hello, name of the show? And, uh, and then if you have a question for anybody here, we are here to help. Hi, I'm Alexis Nicole. I'm so happy to be here. Juliet pinged me in and it couldn't have been a better time for me. Um, I have not actually done the podcast. I've named the podcast, uh, which is the social S-O-U-L social connection. Um, it's uh, focusing on creating miracles. So of course in miracles, um, they define a miracle as a shift in perception. So I want to have guests on that come on to help wake up and remember who we are, uh, speaking truth bombs, increasing courage, confidence, self-love, self-empowerment, worth, all of that stuff. 
And I really seek the uncomfortable so that I can keep growing and expanding and maybe solidifying my views or opening or shifting my views and perception. Um, so that's what it's about and bringing the soul back into social. And uh, here's the thing. I have the mic. I bought Buzzsprout. I have the MacBook. I have a list of 10 people that are going to be on my podcast. The first guest is Tori Spelling. I have all the things that are in, in the works of it, but I just haven't done the damn thing yet. Um, like I have the business, I have the kids, I have like I'm a single mom with four kids. I've got all the things happening all the time. Um, and I have the vision, but I have all this fear of like, oh my God, my voice isn't good enough or I'm going to stutter or I'm not going to know how to edit it. And, you know, I did my intro like 18 times over like two hours being like, I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. So how do you have the idea, have everything ready to go? And then like, what's your advice into just stepping in and doing it? And I know it's probably just do it, but did you practice first? Did you like, how many takes did you do? Like, what was your experience like? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably looking for kind, gentle answers. So let me see if any of the others would like. No, I'm not looking like... for a kind. Gentle <laughs> no, I was going to say. Give it to me. Julie knows me. It's like, well, that's give it to me. that's why I pinged you in, and it's. I'm going to say what I say to you, like I've said to you before. You just have to do it. You have. You cannot. You you obviously practicing too much is getting in your own way, right? You're in analysis paralysis. You need to just do it. You need to say this is the date I'm going to do it. Just like you schedule a meeting that you can not miss, right? Say, say you're scheduling a meeting with the most important business person of your life and you cannot miss it. You need to put that in your book. You need to schedule that. And that is the day one that you do your podcast and you don't look back at it and you just get it out. But you know, and then when you go to edit, and I would say hire someone to edit and then, and then go from there. That is my personal opinion. Someone else can jump in, but you just have to do it. You have to take a deep breath and just jump in because that is the hardest part. And once you do it, you're going to be like, I can't believe I, this is taking me so long. And I, we can, I can DM you and yell at you on the side as well if you need. <laughs> I love you. So let me offer you this, which is Nike has done more of a disservice to humanity than any other freaking corporate slogan in the history of man and womankind, okay? Because the reality is of, of just do it is the dumbest fucking advice that anybody could ever give to anyone, period, end story. And the reality is what ends up happening is when you just do something and you try to figure out everything on your own, the amount of time and energy and resources that you waste going through trial and tribulation and the, and the brain damage that you endure pales in comparison by 10x to what you would be able to accomplish doing things the right way the first time with someone who knows what to do and shows you exactly how to do it. You wouldn't just go, oh, just do it, right? And Julie, I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying the slogan. I'm saying- Yes, no, I, I was going to jump in and be like, wait a second, hey, Steve. Hey, Steve, I, stop <laughs> it, stop I get, that. I totally get what you're saying, but no, I felt like she said well, that let me she give had you, all this stuff. Yeah. Yes, and let me give you an analogy. You wouldn't just freaking walk up to Mount Everest and just do it. Like you wouldn't just start climbing that thing. You'd be dead in a day, right? Period, end of story. And I know it's a little bit- Mm, maybe that's, you know, Steve, there's no comparison between a podcast and, and, and Mount Everest. Well, okay, fine. Whatever analogy you want to use, use it. But the reality is it's the same thing. You just don't walk up to Mount Everest and start climbing. You'd be dead in a day. What you do is you hire a Sherpa 
somebody who understands what to do, somebody who understands what gear you need, somebody who understands what path to take, and whatever that Sherpa costs, the investment is, the, the ROI on that is is exponential, right? And so the, here's the reason why you haven't done whatever it is that you need to do. And the answer is, Alexis, with all honesty, because wherever you go, there you are. And so it's like Band-Aid and Cure. The issue here isn't the podcast, it isn't that this, it isn't the other. All the stuff that you're going to carry with you here in terms of getting started is a lot of the stuff that you're going to carry through to episode 10 and episode 50 and episode 100. So a lot of that trash and a lot of the stuff that's going on for you, which is fixable, curable, helpable, and guidable, there's a there's a bigger, I, I, I would think there's a bigger discussion here at play that has more to do with personal growth and podcast launch. Well, I think, Steve, like it, like I have all the things and, and this is what you're talking about. It's like I, I can Google, I can go to Best Buy and buy the mic, right? But it doesn't take away the overwhelm of, okay, what do I do now and now and now and now? So what I'm hearing is like, get a podcast coach, figure it out, get someone to, to help you in the beginning so that I'm set up in the right way and I'm not doing it alone. Because I think that's where the overwhelm comes from is I feel like I'm doing this alone. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, that imposter And you got four kids. And I got four kids. I've repopulated the earth. You guys are welcome. Yes, thank you for that. Humanity, humanity <laughs> um, will continue because of you. Thank you for that. But the but the reality is like welcome. you have to be um, you have to be smart about where to invest your time, energy, and resources, right? Yeah, and I think what I heard before, which was, um, and I don't know who it was. If it was, I think it was maybe Ren um, about getting a a VA and just getting a VA sure, and, and sure. getting them to do it. And because, yeah, I was trying to figure a garage band and I'm like, oh my God, I'm almost 40. I can't do this. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Please yeah. don't figure out garage band like ever. Don't, don't even try. <laughs> yeah. And I have to say, cause that's one thing I knew right away. Editing was not going to be my thing. That's what I invested in. And I f- invested in graphics cause I knew those things were going to hold me up. And so I didn't. So when I say, just do it, set yourself. And again, Steve, I'm not, I know you weren't, I know exactly what you're saying, but now I need to clarify, but it is like, you have to have a little bit of the, okay, I, these are the steps I'm doing, not just jump in it with no background. And then you, you jump in, but the things that you know are holding you up, that's what you need to outsource. Yeah, hopefully that's helpful. And um, and yeah, I mean, look, we're obviously here in Club Pod. We're all here to support you and love on you and hold you accountable. And at the end of the day, there's two things that you really need. You need to be held accountable and you need guidance. And if you have those two, uh, if you've got those two, you, you almost can't go wrong. So it, you, you have the desire to do it. That's the bottom line. You just need to be held accountable and you need some guidance so you make sure you do it the right way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. Uh, all right. Let's give Jen the opportunity here. Jen Eichenhorst, I want to make sure that uh, you have a chance to say hello and uh, please fire away. Hi. And yes, thank you. This is my first time on Clubhouse. I've been a member, but haven't um, had a reason to jump on except for recognizing the moms. And I was honored to be number 35. It was it- um, really exciting. I'm host of Act. Personal Hope Podcast, and as far as I know, I'm the only one that has this niche in the world. I help people who have had tragic accidents, um, whether that is lost a loved one or um, or maybe they were involved and caused the accident. So um, this is my question. 
I just loaded a store and I'm starting the whole, um, you know, monetizing process. I feel comfortable. I, I have, you know, 70 something episodes now. I have downloads and I feel like I have an audience. One of the things I thought about doing, and this is where I want advice, is I've, I've written a memoir, but I can't find a publisher. And I thought about recording my first chapter and making it an episode. What does anybody think about that? If they've ever heard of anyone doing that, is that a very big no-no? Um, I just love some advice on that. And thank you for doing this. Yeah, you're welcome. Anybody want to chime in on that? Not an area of expertise that I can really speak to in that way. Anybody want to provide some guidance? Um, I'll just jump on Please. and say that Ruth Sukope, I believe that's her name. She does the Do It Scared, Allie Worthington, and then just Amy Porterfield, all three of them, I've listened to their chapters. Well, not Amy. She said she's going to record one, but Ruth Sukope and um, Allie Worthington, both very well-published authors and podcasters, did that very thing. They read one of their chapters as a podcast episode and it got me to buy their book. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. Thank you so much for that. I missed it. I'm, I was a little bit late um, jumping on. Thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. Hey, uh, Steve, I could add please, one Mike. quick thought yeah, to that. Please. All right. Hey, Jen. Jen's one of my buddies. Um, she's been on my show and I got to be on hers. For, so, uh, Jen, another thing that's really helpful, though, if you do something and it, you don't really have a book or author podcast, you just want to make sure that you lay out your episodes very clearly so that it's not this wonky thing that's just kind of dropped right in so that your listeners don't really know the flow of what's going on. You want to make sure that it's clear that you say what it is and that it fits with the flow of your season. I'm sure you've probably thought of that, but just in case I thought it passed that along. No, I didn't. Thank you so much. Maybe I can even label it sort of like a bonus. That's a great idea. Love that. All right, look, before we wrap up here, I brought Renee up who raised her hand. So let me just make sure that we give you the opportunity, Renee, uh, to chime in. But before we do wrap up, uh, if you missed any of this fantastic room today as we celebrate podcasting's top moms, we were joined by Amy Porterfield and Jasmine Starr and, and so many others here today. Uh, so if you joined us late, you can check out this whole room that we started here, this whole uh, episode now of Reinvention Radio. So it'll be released as a podcast uh, really, really soon on, on um, uh, Reinvention Radio. So that is the name of our show that we release pretty much weekly. So if you missed any of it, you can just go check out Reinvention Radio for the full episode there. And uh, and Jasmine Starr actually laid out uh, a freaking masterclass there around 40 minutes in that, uh, that you really don't want to miss. And if you didn't have a chance to pick up the 2021 May issue of Podcast Magazine featuring the top 50 moms in podcasting, you can just go to clubpod.club uh, and just go ahead and use that backdoor link, grab a free lifetime subscription to Podcast Magazine, and we'd love to have you join us for that ride. And of course, if you're not a member of Club Pod yet, just put your thumb on the little greenhouse there at the top and join us in Club Pod. We got rooms going almost every hour on the hour, and we'd love to have you a part of what we are doing here. Renee, uh, let's wrap with you. Question, comment, just uh, fire away. 
Thank you very much for squeezing me in here. I didn't realize I was coming in at the end, um, but I think this is probably something you guys have addressed before. I don't think it's a new question, but it was a new thing to me. So if being asked to produce a podcast for someone for a year, they have an event, they want the guests interviewed coming up through until the event. So kind of like a teaser and doing a one hour podcast every week until you get through all the speakers. I realize, you know, producing that, using that as a pillar piece of content and then everything that's involved. I, I know there's a lot of work with that. I don't want to undervalue that. So I have a two prong question. Maybe you can help me with the answer to both or just one. I would consider getting a VA to do all of, all of that. I get that. Um, so how many hours goes into that editing process and getting it ready to hand off to your client and or what are people charging for that type of service? I'm guessing that is a thing. It's this so new to me. I don't even know how to figure that out and I don't want to underquote or overquote this. Thank you very much. Well, now you're asking good questions. Uh, and the answer is it varies wildly. I mean, you can get a VA to do things you know, fairly inexpensively, and then you've got full-blown production companies that, that will charge a ton for their production services. And so in, in my way of thinking, it all boils down to negotiation, right? And you never want to be the one to throw out the first number. The, the better question is, what's it worth it to them for you to do this? Right. I mean, that's that's the question I would ask is to try to get to the bottom of what's it worth to them. And if you can get a sense of why they need it, what I mean, what are they charging? What are, what are they making? And really have an understanding of the value that this adds to their sale. It'll help you to, to then price this out. But the but the honest answer is you probably want to start with the value of your time first. Make sure you have an understanding of what your time is worth and then find out what it's worth to them to have this product, right? So the, the, the I wish there was a hard and fast answer here for you, Renee, uh, but from a production standpoint, because I've been doing this as long as I've been doing it, I, I've seen those answers just just run from the, the unbelievably cheap, if you find just a, a fairly inexpensive VA to do those sort of things and help you with production and whatnot, uh, to, to companies that charge 20, 30, 40, 50 grand an episode. So, I mean, it, it really does vary. I just need a lot more context. Okay, yeah, that's very helpful. It's, it's a very broad answer, but that's exactly what's needed. It's really, I do see how you're saying that. What's the value to them that you're using it to promote the event? But that does give me a starting point. So um, yep. you did answer the question. So thank you. You are very welcome. And just def you know, definitely hang out in Club Pod because there's all kinds of rooms going on all the time. And you'd be amazed at the people that are in the room and the expertise that you'll hear from. Uh, the people who take the stage, people in the audience. So just come into Club Pod, ask the questions, uh, and, and I guarantee you there's somebody in one of these rooms who can get you to a much closer number. Uh, but again, I, with any negotiation, what is it worth to the other party? And I think that's a better place for you to to start with this, and it'll give you a better understanding of, of really what you can charge. Because again, you just don't want to get into a game of of trading dollars for hours. And that's just that's just a zero-sum game that no one wins. All right, my friends, we're going to wrap here with the top 50 moms in podcasting for 2021 here on Clubhouse as we're celebrating podcasts. Top moms, big, big thanks 
to Amy Porterfield and Jasmine Starr for swinging by, and of course for all the other moms, Meg and Juliet and Carolyn Wren and everybody else who's been a part of April and, and, and everybody here who's jumped in and, and hung out with us here in Club Pod. Again, if you are listening to the podcast edition of this show, please make sure you join us in Clubhouse on Club Pod. And if you are now here in Club Pod with us, check out the full episode on Reinvention Radio, which we will be releasing in a couple of weeks or maybe even sooner. Again, congrats to all the moms who were featured and congrats to all moms who podcast, who find time in their busy schedule to make sure that you're sharing your mission and your message with those who need you most. We will leave it at that. Thank you so much, my friends, and we'll talk to you next time here on Reinvention Radio. Take care, everybody. You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit reinventionradio.com. 